Woo! We are back. Yeah, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez, and I am here again with my man, Jack Stone. Jack Stone, baby. What's up, Ryan? How you feeling? I am good today, man, and we are kicking things off today in the Gotham Podcast Studios once again in Midtown Manhattan. Thank you for having us. Oh, yeah. And um, today we're going to get back into the serious stuff. Yes. Right? We're talking, That's what we're doing today. Talking about some... Some heavy stuff, a little bit of uh, some things that are going on in the media with uh, depression. Yes, yes, Ooh. absolutely. Yeah, and this is, you know, it's, it's important that we go over this stuff. We we have different topics that we talk about with cannabis on here, um, and, and we've gone over, you know, the, the light and the heavy stuff, and today will be a little yeah. heavier, but it's important that we go over that because we got to, if, if we're having users that are, or people that are out there, listeners that are out there that are having a tough time dealing with depression, we want to make sure that... Uh, they're using all their options, and cannabis can be one that can help with depression, right? Yep. And so what we're going to do today is um, just go over that and take a look to see how that can uh, can work and how cannabis can help with those things. And so I wanted to ask you, Jack, um, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. So obviously we know depression is a really, you know, it's a tough topic going right now. You know, there, there's a lot of, uh, it's in the media constantly, Um there's uh was it they got TV series and stuff on depression and kids mm-hmm. and but um I just wanted to, to talk about something I did recently I went to see a psychiatrist because it is part of my insurance at work so uh, all right yep. yeah so <laughs> got to use it right yeah so yeah. I went to see a psychiatrist and uh, I talked to the dude and basically what they do is they have to prescribe you a drug so no matter what and i was there mostly for what do you mean they have to is that they, just they, they have they have that's how they make their money dude like yeah yeah this dude was like right. uh all right so like you had to fill like 20 different page like pages of paper and it was like oh this is crazy so like you you fill all your stuff and it mostly asks if you ever want to kill yourself if you're yeah. suicidal thoughts so i mean obviously this is all like you should definitely you know, if you if you have any feelings, symptoms, whatever, you should definitely see a, a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or nine one one actually. If it's, <laughs> yeah, if it's, it's that, that bad, yeah. of course. But absolutely. It, back to the, the the story here, like they um, so the the psychiatrist um, he asked me all these questions and stuff based off my answers, and uh, I'm and I've never you know had those those urges or anything like mm-hmm. that. I, I just get anxiety with all. Crazy life, but yeah. depression obviously is is a very similar. You know, it could, yeah. it could be similar. Obviously, a little bit more extreme, but mm-hmm. um, so that was one of the boxes. But either way, like he, like I went for anxiety. He made it sound like, like we got into it and basically got into like my stresses and you know work and, and and all that stuff and trying to get all these deadlines and and like we got into it and he's just like, well, what happens if you get so stressed you have a panic attack and you punch somebody in the face and then if you, after you punch someone in the face then <laughs> you lose your job and then you lose uh, uh, other things your your girlfriend and all. Can happen. I'm just like, oh jeez, man, you're yeah. getting way into it. And he's like, because I basically told him, I don't, because he he prescribed yeah. Xanax for me for for anxiety and. I'm like, well, dude, that's I don't know about that. I really wanted to get a medical marijuana card. That was my goal here, but uh, I guess uh, for anybody who doesn't know, <laughs> it's not approved by but, the FDA. We, him and I got into it too. We started yeah. talking about cannabis and the effects. Yeah, and, and he's just like, well, we don't know the long term effects. There haven't been studies done. The FDA hasn't approved it. He's like, maybe it's good. I don't know. I can't like I can't sit here and tell you because 
I just can't. And he, he, he got defensive about it. Really? I feel like he knew that, like, that's the way the world's going. Like, huh. eventually, you know, when yeah. all this stuff gets federally approved, it's, you know. So you feel like he was pushing the Xanax on you? Oh, definitely. Hardcore. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, man. He okay. was pushing it. He's like, oh, you got to get this done. If you don't, this and this could happen. Like, he got to some crazy extremes. I'm not a violent guy, man. I'm pretty laid back. <laughs> I've never, I don't have feelings of, even when I'm mad, I'm just like, yeah. I don't feel like punching people, man. It's like, jeez, dude. And so how many people do we have out there in America today or anywhere in the world that are going to doctors, really probably more in America, right, because the way our system's set up, yes. that are going to doctors and getting that same type of advice. And, and people listen to doctors, mm-hmm. right? And and so, like, you know, I, I've talked to my doctor also in the past, and, and you know, um, they don't he's never really pushed anything on me but yeah. I, I i like him a lot but um but he's talked about you know we talked about marijuana and and he didn't say anything against it right but he just said the same thing i don't know anything about it right. and, and we talked about this in the show in prior episodes only 13 percent of the population does know something about it as far as doctors go right Crazy. um 13 of doctors were trained on the endocannabinoid system in med school so when we talk about like using it for things like depression we're finding at, anecdotal evidence that's showing and also scientific evidence that we'll talk about a second with um with animals that are showing that it's actually helpful um but we just got to make sure you know cannabis using cannabis for these things is helpful but but we just don't have the experts who usually sub, um, prescribe these things uh, on board with it because they just haven't been trained on it because right. it's a schedule one drug right so we got to get rid of all of that but that, that's 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 interesting man yeah, well man. you know i'm glad that you got a little bit of background on this to know that there's other alternatives because mm-hmm. there's again probably a lot of people that are just taking the opioids and they're they're and 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 with that being said xanax isn't horrible right if you use it sparingly but the problem is the tolerance effect on that oh it's just gosh. like all the other you know your drugs liver yeah and so it's good. just um exactly yeah. so so that's it's good to know so cannabis is definitely an option if we use it the way we're supposed to use it as we always talk about yeah. on here right um, so depression is just what you, you know, just it, it's linked to sadness and, and anxiety is what you talked about a second ago. Yeah. Um, and anxiety is so closely linked to depression. Just think about, you know, how that happens. I mean, anxiety can be a lot of times, you know, depression is triggered from anxiety from work, uh, anxiety from home life, right. anxiety from physical ailments that have created a huge life burden for you, right? Mm-hmm. All those anxious moments lead eventually or can lead into depression, right? And so um, stress and anxiety is probably, I would say, a leading cause of depression at the end of the day. And we have different types of depression. You have major depression. Um, we have bipolar, manic depression, like just really rapid mood swings. You know, just you're great one minute and the next minute you're you're all over the place. Right. Major depressions like chronically depressed. We have seasonal depression, right? Mm-hmm. That's really common. All of a sudden the sun goes down in a few months earlier than it usually does. And we got a lot of people with less vitamin D that aren't feeling it, right? <laughs> right? So um, seasonal depression is is something too that we that we need to to worry about. Um, but there's other causes, right? Not just anxiety and stress. We also, um, I'd mentioned serious illness. I think that anxiety kind of leads into that. Major life changes, right? Creates anxiety, creates depression. Um, isolation, genetics, genetics is, is different. Um, Mm -hmm. genetically, uh, someone can have the genetics, um, to just be predisposed more easily to depression. Um, and that's and that's something uh, that's a little different, I would say, than just anxiety. Abuse, right? Abuse is another thing that can lead to depression. So right. there's a lot of um, things that that can uh, lead to it. And the problem is when when we have these stressors or these 
causes and they just kind of snowball they automatic well they often just kind of fall into the pressure bucket at the end of the day yeah right so according to project cbd which is a leading um uh cannabis and cbd research uh organization Mm -hmm. there's a few of them that i you know that we look at here on the show and that we follow they're one of them um they did some research and and they were showing that about seven percent of the world population experiences at least one major depressive episode in their lifetime and i think we can all relate to that right like maybe you've had a loss of a loved one maybe you've you've lost your job um you've lost a a girlfriend a relationship right um just you know or you just you get in a funk right and Mm -hmm. so a lot of people you know they they have that and so this is a serious issue um, natural ways we can curb this naturally if we'd like yep. um, through exercise meditation sleep good diet normal expected stuff but we sometimes have those um, those those causes that are just too strong yeah. and they just kind of take over right gotcha so we're finding that through these studies that cannabis um i don't know if the, the guy that sounds like he hasn't uh, that you went to hasn't really researched this yeah, himself no. <laughs> really, but yeah, um it seemed like he didn't like he cared but i almost feel like these drug companies like they get uh, um something from yeah well, they absolutely yeah of course you know, they, they do there, there's, there's the drug money unfortunately oh, financially <laughs> there is no benefit right now no. pushing cannabis right and that's no. why the the pharmaceutical companies and the and and the doctors and, and and we're talking about the ones that are only driven by the financials and the i don't know i would say the less moral ones possibly yeah right and and some of them just don't know about cannabis right and they just don't feel comfortable prescribing that right. and that's different it's right new absolutely not what they went to school for exactly yeah but what we're finding is that cannabis um through the anecdotal studies through even some scientific studies again with the animals is that it's actually a faster working alternative as an antidepressant um that stimulates the endocannabinoid system to rebalance uh the serotonin levels right um and it speeds up the growth and development of the nervous tissue with little to no troublesome side effects and so that's that. It's it's part of what we're seeing with cannabis is that the cannabis use, if we have the right uh, formulations of the terpenes and the cannabinoids, is actually a more effective option than taking you know what your doctor was, what your psychiatrist was talking about right. getting to you at that point. Um, so we want to be looking at this. If it's more effective, why are we not talking about that, right? For sure. And so as far as how it actually works, I just kind of mentioned it, and this is <laughs> this is the key to a lot of our shows. The endocannabinoid system. Um, what happens when you're depressed is you have um, you, you actually end up having an imbalance in your serotonin levels. Mm-hmm. So the endocannabinoid system will end up automatically through different endocannabinoids help you rebalance uh, your system so you feel better at the right. end of the day. If you can't get to that point and you still have that clinical endocannabinoid deficiency, which is an actual thing now that's kind of starting to happen, mm-hmm. um, where you can't rebalance that or you can't find a way to do that, that's where you want to supplement with THC, CBD, and some of these other terpenes. So then we start looking at what is the best way to supplement with this stuff? Or yeah. what is the best way to supplement to effectively reduce um, depressive uh, states, right? And it's funny because the first thing that I think we hear about sometimes when, when we're talking about cannabis and depression is, well, and we've talked about some of these misconceptions as well. Well, doesn't cannabis cause depression, right? Um, cannabis can exacerbate moods if it's a high THC, high psychoactive um, plant that we're using, right? So if we're using something that's highly psychoactive, that may not be the best thing to reduce some of those high psychoactive problems that we're having in our head through the depression, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to have a more balanced ratio of the THC and CBD also with those terpenes that are going to steer us into a better mood. So 
it's funny because what they found is that if you increase high THC levels, that may be an issue for increasing depression. However, if you have lower THC levels, very low amounts with a balanced or higher CBD ratio, that's where clients or or patients are starting to see their depressive states reduced. That's awesome. Yeah. And and, and the funny thing, we talked a lot about pining. I'll I'll tell you something interesting about pining that I was reading up on. Um, That's a terpene, right? And Mm. and I often talk about pining positively. Yeah. But one of the things I was reading as far as depression goes with pining is that pining um, actually is uh it it's it helps with reducing the memory loss of cannabis yeah and it also keeps you super aware and and a little bit more anxious i guess but just in a good way in regards to like making sure you're getting worked on the way you need to get worked on Mm -hmm. and all that good stuff the problem with pining though is that um because it doesn't it helps you retain a lot of these memories that right. you may have. It could also retain bad memories. <laughs> and so, and so, cannabis. When you use limonene, or if you use linalool, those two terpenes that we've talked about in the past, those two terpenes combined with a more balanced THC and CBD ratio will help with depressive states. So, we don't want to have THC that's too high if we're dealing with depression. We want to have THC that's a little bit lower or balanced with the CBD. And we also want to make sure that we have the right terpenes that we've talked about before in the show that kind of steer us mentally in the right direction yeah. that's in a happier place, right? To go to a happier Sounds place. Sounds kind of like a one-to-one maybe. It's Yeah, it, it, I, yeah, I would say a one-to-one or, or – um, and I was reading up also on um, – I also read Cannabis Pharmacy, Pharmacy mm-hmm. right? I've read that. It's a great book if anyone hasn't read it. It's by Michael Bax. If anyone has an interest in being, you know, nerding out on this stuff, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's something we can do. Um, and, and that's one of the things that he was talking about is that THC, it's, it's called a uh, quote, quote unquote biphasic mm-hmm. um, event where if you have too much THC, you think that it's going to be better for you because THC helps with depression, right. but it's actually not. It's actually going to, it possibly could increase it. So we want to keep that lower because it's more effective when the THC amount is lower and keep the mm-hmm. CBD higher. There's also another study I want to point out um, that was in that uh, book that I was reading that I think is really interesting. There was a study um, of a drug. It was called uh, Romnibon or something like that. No, Ramonabont, right? They, so what happened was there was a study years ago with a bunch of um, patients that were trying to reduce weight, right? right. And so that CB1 receptor in the endocannabinoid system, if it's, not, if it's activated through THC, we get the munchies. Right. Yeah. So they tried to inactivate that receptor in patients that were overweight through this um through this uh cannabinoid, the synthetic cannabinoid, mm-hmm. and it actually created depression with people because when THC binds to that receptor, it yes, it creates it can create the munchies if it's too much THC, but it also can reduce feelings of depression. Mm. So when they block that and the study, when they blocked that receptor, they saw that all of their patients started getting depressed. And so it never made it out of the trials, right? So what that showed is that the CB1 receptor in your endocannabinoid system can assist in reducing um, your anxiety and your depression levels. There we go. Yeah. So I thought that like, like it, it, you know, it, it's depression, I would say, if you're dealing with it, is something that you want to talk about with your psychiatrist or, or your psychologist. Um, or, or your medical doctor, whoever it is that you work with. Mm-hmm. However, um, there's there's positive benefits we're seeing in a natural way to curb depression, right? So not just the diet, exercise, meditation, those things that you know we want to do every day regardless. Right. If we need a little bit more oomph, and there are times absolutely in our life that we do, and it happens a lot, <laughs> right? We don't want to ever go off the rails, and this is how we kind of stay on them, is mm-hmm. by by 
by maintaining that good, you know, mental well-being. So by, by utilizing this. Um, and that's just one way we can do that. So, um, and then I also want to talk real quick about like the methods and, 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 you know, Jack, you probably have seen this yourself, right? Like the, um, like if you, if you have a high anxiety day, right? Like, I mean, a lot of times you go home and the first thing you do is you take out your vape or you take out your, uh, you know, your, your bong or whatever it is. This is what a lot of people do. And, and that's how they, they naturally decrease their anxiety and their depression. So one of the studies also they're finding is that a lot of people that use marijuana recreationally are actually using it to curb their anxiety and depression. So a lot of people use it medically already for this, and it's been helping. So what we want to do is just make sure that more people are aware that this is something that you can actually use it for, because this is a big issue and it's causing a lot of problems. Um, I mean, a lot of these horrible, horrible things that we're seeing in the world today yeah. stem from anxiety and depression, right? And so, you know, if, if marijuana is legal, then the world's a better place. <laughs> Agreed. It can be a better place, right? Yeah. So um, when we're dealing with depression, you know, edibles, vaping, sublingual sprays, smoking, right? Mm-hmm. Um Smoking is not the most ideal option just because of the health effects that could come with it. But smoking's, you know, it, it's it's fun every now and then yeah. too, right? It helps decrease that depression, anxiety, um, and the top strains. That's the other thing I want to go over. Top strains. strains, yeah. I figure that that's always fun to go through, also um, for depression. For depression. Let's so do it. when we're talking about strains for depression. Um, I'd say we want to be talking about things that maybe ease us a little bit, put us in a little bit more gentler place and peace of mind, but also, um, you know, can can kind of mentally, you know, keep us active and happy. So some of those strains, a lot of them are going to be hybrids. Um, Some of them are going to be heavy indicas. So Girl Scout cookies is the very first one on there. Uh, Girl Girl Scout cookies is a really nicely balanced um, uh, hybrid. I would definitely recommend that. Granddaddy Purple. That's another, that's a heavy indica strain, but every time I've ever had Granddaddy Purple, um, I've always felt like a million bucks. And then uh, Bubba Kush is, Bubba Kush, Bubba Kush is, uh, is, is another one. Um, that's a pretty heavy indica, but, but if you have any, if you have any anxieties or stress or depression or anything, that they will melt away immediately with that one. Pineapple Express. Now, this is more, this is considered a hybrid, but Pineapple Express, I movie. love Pineapple Express, just like the movie. Uh, no, it's, I, I gotta say, it's actually different than the movie. If yeah, you watch no, Pineapple Express, those guys look like idiots. They run around the movie looking like, you know, it's funny. I love that yeah, movie. They made, you know, the strain famous for sure. Um, but Pineapple Express, um, uh, is actually a really, um, easygoing, uh, happy sativa. So I, I really, it's good for like, you can use it during the day. It's, it's good for the weekends. It's, it's nice. Um, headband is another one. Um, then we have Harlequin. That is our high CBD strain that we've Harlequin. talked about a few times. It's got a little sativa in it. Yep. Um, lean sativa. So that keeps you, you know, happy, awake, but the high CBD content will keep that anxiety down, right? So that can help with depression too. Got it. And then the last two I have on here are cookies and cream. That tastes good. I love cookies and cream. Don't Yum. we all? That can't put you in a bad mood. No. And then Fruity Pebbles OG. Oh, look at that. Yep, FPOG. So those are all the different ways of the strains that we can look at. And a lot of those strains, um, those are some of those are high THC strains, but they also have uh, those terpenes, the right terpenes that we're looking for to help us with some of those issues. Uh, but I would say in general, if we're looking to, um, you know, to if, if we're if we're thinking as though we're starting to go down the road of higher depression or if we're having that as a problem and if we want to turn to cannabis uh, for assistance, um, 
just, you know, we talk about this a lot, something either high in the terpenes limonene and uh, linalol would be be effective and and helpful. Uh, But I would always, you know, try and do at least a one-to-one balance CBD and THC ratio to start because that CBD is really... What I mean, you, you have that, and if you take it, especially the CBD, the good CBD, um, in a spray or a vape, you feel that you feel that just blast yeah. of chill, like it just. Like, what is, what is <laughs> one to one? I don't think we ever really talked about that. Did I never talk about that? All right, so so we well, if we have different ratios, right? So in the cannabis plant. Um, like thousands of years ago, used to have a balanced cannabinoid ratio content. Um, over time, because dealers wanted to make sure they satisfied their customers in the black market, yep. their customers wanted higher THC strains. So now all the strains that we really get are strains that have very, very high THC content with almost no CBD. So almost one to zero. So when we talk about one to one, two to one, 10 yep. to one, whatever it is, we're talking about the parts of CBD to the parts of THC. So if we're saying a one-to-one ratio, for every one part of CBD that we have in the plant, we also want to have one part of THC also in that ah, plant. equal parts. Yes, equal parts. Perfect. That's right. Yep. Got it. That's it. Yeah. So um, if we want a two-to-one CBD to THC ratio, um, we're going to be talking about two parts CBD to one part THC. Mm-hmm. So when we say high CBD, we're talking about that. We're talking about anything that's higher than two-to-one. So two-to-one, three-to-one, 10-to-one, yep. 20-to-one. If we're talking about balanced we're talking mainly about a one-to-one ratio. And if we're talking about high THC, it's the other way, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, when we're looking at a lot of these things, you again, you cannot go wrong with the original strain of cannabis, which is a pretty much balanced strain, I would say, yep. um, for the most part. But um, but there are, you know, other options out there if, if, you're, if your options are limited or if, if, you, if the THC just tends to work for you better for these things, right? And you know that. So overall... Um, I would say that's a good uh, overview of cannabis and depression. Yep. Um, we can always get into this stuff a little deeper later, but I do want it to be known that cannabis and uh, can be an effective um, solution to uh, possibly to your to your issues uh, if you're having those. And so, you know, we want to make sure that at the end of the day, um, if we are going to use it for that, we know how to use it appropriately. And so we're not, again, exacerbating the issue, right? The problem that we have. Yep. 100% man. Also check out Leafly, the uh the online app that yes. actually gives you a better idea of these strains yeah. and what's in them and the effects. Right. So you have a better idea. Check out Leafly and kind of go over what Ryan was talking about with these different strains so you can be like, "Oh, that makes sense." And this may sounds like it gives you it tells you the effects more in layman's terms mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this will make you feel chill. This will give you energy." This will So um like a, a one-to-one, that's my favorite. It gives me like a chill, but it also gives me energy too yeah. with the CBD. So I have a boost and I have a, you know, the THC chills me out. Yep. So the, the combination is perfect for me. Yeah. So. And, and it takes experimentation. And, and by the way, I just want to confirm you have your card, right? Did you get your card? Uh, yeah. That'll be, <laughs> we'll talk about that in our episode. I guess I just got my medical marijuana. Yeah. Card. Yeah. And it was it's awesome. <laughs> the whole experience. I'll, I'm going to get in depth with that and how I did that in the, probably like awesome. the next episode. That's cool. But uh, yeah, it was really awesome. And, there's so many cool places in New York City and in Cali where you can go and Denver, all over. But the the, the, the dispensaries are so cool. And I'll talk mm-hmm. about that in the next episode. Awesome, man. All right. Cool. Um, okay. So I would say that uh, I think that's, that's pretty much a, a good place to stop there. And 
So check us out, guys, on yes. Instagram, The Cannabis C, Twitter, The Cannabis C, Facebook, The Cannabis C. Just makes it a little bit easier. The Cannabis C, as in the letter C. Check us out, as Jack just mentioned. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. We got them all. And that way you can see some of the cool articles we'll be posting, some of the episodes if you like to re-listen to them. Pics. And you can always put, that's right, pictures as well. Yeah. Absolutely. But we want to thank you all for coming on again and listening to us one more time. We hope to see you back again here on another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, Midtown Manhattan, Gotham Podcast Studios. Yeah. Jack, I want to thank you again. Thanks, Ryan. And we want to thank you all and see you back here again next week on another awesome episode. Bye, everybody. Enjoy the summer. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Tune into a major journey podcast today, where guests take listeners on journeys and immerse themselves in the roller coaster ride both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons that they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth both in their personal and professional lives. Check out A Major Journey today on all major podcast platforms.